and welcome to Press Start with Logan and Jordan. My name is Jordan. I'm Logan. And we are here talking about uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, wrapping up our Red Dead Redemption 2 recap with epilogues part 1 and 2. Um, but before we get into that, what have you been playing, Logan, and how was your week? All right, so I NBA dropped last, I want to say last week, I think mm-hmm. Friday or something like that. So I've been playing NBA 2K20, and uh, they've made some big improvements. I mean, I, I think that's the biggest thing. I think that they, I mean, a lot of the sports games are now, like, what can we fine-tune rather than making these overhauls? But right. um, they've done a lot of things to the game itself, and then... Um, the week, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty long. I haven't been able to play a whole lot, but yesterday I finally got to play the FIFA demo as well. Cause I know you, you posted that it was out. So I'm sure you've, you've got a little sneak peek as well. Yeah, I did. I did. I, uh, Thursday night, my wife was doing some sensey things. So I had to kind of take care of the dogs, but since we were downstairs and I couldn't play on my new computer, the game I really wanted to play, so I uh, I was like, oh, I'll just boot up the demo, which I'd already played, I think, on Wednesday is when it released. Um, but I was like, I'll just keep playing. the. I, I've been playing the Volta football, which is the street football right. part of it, and I just played a few rounds of that and then uh, like one one regular game. Uh, because what I'm really looking forward to the most is the street football, the Volta football, because yeah. I have to play FIFA Street, uh, which came out back on like 360. Uh, but I have not. Um, so they they do have one demo part of it, which is a 3v3 game, first of four. Um, so just just that was pretty cool. Um, it does feel like FIFA Street, and I like that they're adding this in almost like... I think what started it is because they did have a FIFA Street game, but I think their NBA Live games had uh-huh. implemented the street element there as well into the base game. So I right. think they kind of looked at that and said, you know what, we could probably do the same thing with FIFA instead of releasing another $60 game that may not be as popular as regular FIFA. Um... So I hope they keep this going forward because I, I really do like that. I hope that they have the futsal in there. I can't remember if they confirmed that or not, but I used to play on the futsal courts all the time in the other one. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that's good. But the the demo was good. I beat uh, PSG like 5 nothing as Chelsea. Um, right. That was nice. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I was I played with uh, Borussia Dortmund because it's like, well, my team's not on here, so I gotta find somebody to play with. Right. So I was playing with them, but I was impressed with like the way the ball bounces now, and I don't know, it, it was a little different than FIFA had been like the gameplay. I mean, like the ball kind of bounces different ways now, right. and. Like now, you, if you if you run into him, you you take the ball. There are a couple times where like I like flatten guys. I mean, and it, but it was realistic, and it like shows replays, and it shows like I, I took the ball from him, and then they just kind of like flop. So it's I don't know. It looks it's more realistic, I think, as far as the gameplay this year. Yeah, and they added the new um, free kicks, which I haven't mm-hmm. really been able to take part in, but I did play one of the like the mini games before you start a game right. uh, with the penalties. And that is very different, so I will have to get used to uh, the new penalty system. Yeah. And so, then, like, the meter shows up, too, now when you go for when you go to kick it towards goal. Oh, because you like, have the trainer on, I think. Yeah. If you turn it off, like, it'll, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, that looks weird. And I I, I should have turned it off because <laughs> it's, like, slide tackle and stuff. I'm like, get out of the way. I can't see anything. So Yeah, you can turn that off in the menu, but... Um, Sometimes it's helpful because you know how you're actually aiming with the arrow yeah. and stuff when you're you know trying to make a pass to a person and you're like, oh, next time I should maybe control it more like this or right. however. But how has been NBA 2K20? Because uh, I've heard a lot of complaints on Twitter about, I guess, glitches and people just sharing weird gifts of of that. Have you experienced anything on your end or is it all... Yeah, I mean, 
there was uh, there's some issues with like when you go up and get a rebound or something, and the ball kind of like just deflects and it didn't, nobody touched it. It was it's kind of weird, and you could tell there were some things that it must have been glitched because there's a couple of times where your player gets kind of like stuck and then you're like, well, that's kind of weird. And then the, the one that I noticed though, the most, like, cause the, the only thing that happened to me was the, the rebound thing. It like deflected. I was like, nobody touched it. Um, but the, the biggest thing that I noticed was every time I turn it on, it seems like there's a big long update to patch wow. up the, the game. Like yesterday I turned it on cause I was going to play it cause I was going to play it like three hours before we went to hoop to do. And oh, you went to we were, last night? Yeah, we went with Matt because it's like the birthday thing. Oh, okay. So we went to Hoopty Doo. And every time I go to Hoopty Doo, I think of your story of Hoopty Doo. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I didn't sit well with you. But Well, it's um, because I ate a whole bucket of chicken, a whole strawberry <laughs> shortcake, and right. uh, much more. And uh, not that that's what they give you all the time, but it's all you can eat, you know, um, yeah. for people that don't know. And then they usually give the table a cake, I guess, but nobody else at my table was going to eat it, so I, I ate it and... Uh, then I went putt putting at 1 a.m. for this um, volunteers thing at, at work, uh, at, from you know at the um, Blizzard Beach right. golf course, and then uh, they had cookies there, so I had like two cookies, and then uh, had to go pick up somebody at the airport really early in the morning. And guess what? Yeah, none of that settled well. So no, <laughs> yeah, no, that was a long night. <laughs> and then uh, so my my. Yeah, my manager uh, at the time, she said, like, nobody better call out tomorrow. And then I did. I wasn't planning to. Right. And I did. And she said the punishment would be, um, I worked at the, the carnival games in um, yep. Dinoland. So they said, we'll set you up at your wor- your, your least favorite game. Um, so I told them I really hated Comet Crasher, but that was my favorite game. So. Right. So you <laughs> actually got so my way. <laughs> maneuvered your way back into the good graces. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, that's nice that you went there. Um, speaking of theme parks, I've been playing a game called Parkitect. So, uh, what I've been looking for with my computer, I have a wish list on Steam that includes games like Zoo Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon, the originals, um, and this new game called uh, Planet Coaster, which right. is made by people that made, uh, I think, Zoo Tycoon, and they made. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, um, and that looks really nice. It looks like a good game. But then I I was on like message boards and people kept recommending the game Parkitect, which I believe is an indie developed game, you know, mm-hmm. an independent game, and it looks so much like original one and two Roller Coaster Tycoon, but with <laughs> even more depth. Really? Like they they even have where you have backstage areas, which you and I are very familiar. Oh, that's with. cool. And you have to hide those backstage areas from view in order to immerse the guests in. I like that. Into it, so it was very cool, and I've been playing it uh, the past few days, and I also was uh, like I was telling you before we started talking about I wanted to get Battlefront Two, and I was like. I kind of missed my chance, I think, on PlayStation. It was a $15 on, like, Black Friday last year, and I didn't mm-hmm. get it. Because uh, then you also have to get, like, a $60 online for the year if you're going to even play. And then I was like, well, my new computer, I might be able to see if I can get it on there. And um, I verified before I bought anything that I didn't have to have any sort of subscription online. Right. But I just happened to check. I was like, let me just check prices because I want to know eventually how much i got to save up for... You know this game, and it was showing me four dollars and forty nine cents. So nice. regularly thirty dollars. I didn't know if it's just because I downloaded Origin right now, which is EA's player, or right. if it was a sale. It looks like it's a sale because if you go to Origin and click on sale, it shows Battlefront Two, and this is the newest Battlefront Two, not the original from two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, the original is ten dollars right now, and this one's five. So I just went ahead and download it and the graphics look amazing um so i haven't played i've booted it up and checked all the characters out and like Mm -hmm. all the second costumes you can unlock and all that kind of so i was looking at all that stuff last night after it downloaded um so i mean that's been my my pretty much my week in video games is i've been able to make time for parkitect and um played some fifa 20 demo and uh you know, bought Battlefront 2. So I'm hoping to get a little bit more time with some of those later today. 
but I have to do laundry at my parents' house, so we'll see how that nice. goes. Nice. It's always fun. You can make a game out of that. We should. Yeah, that should be part oh, of yeah. Sims. Just make it like yeah, laundry day. Laundry day. The simulator. <laughs> oh man, you blended the whites with the reds. You got to yeah, do like oh, a no, fast. You like... only have one of your socks went missing. Somehow. <laughs> you have an uneven number of socks. What do you do? You have now? to use dead eye to to find it. Yeah. Put it in the trash or hunt for the other sock. Yeah, and then you can always purchase a new one, but they've got like different designs. Yeah, that's yeah. $50 of real money, though. See, I think we're on to something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just you have to buy it with your transactions. Right, you buy it with your parents' uh, credit cards. There's a yeah. bunch of kids buying We hook it up to iTunes, socks. so they just, you know, the credit card's already on file. You can just go ahead and. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's funny. And not, we should make you know, it on the dad comes back and sees that there's a $50 charge. Right. You got back and you didn't fold your clothes. Your mom enters the room and then <laughs> at level ends. You have to retry. You lost. Yep. Yeah. And then unshaken place. So. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a, that would be an interesting game. Yeah. There Did are, you see all yeah, this? There are a lot of simulators out there of very different things. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was flipping through Twitter and did you see all the, the, what is it? Dead Stranding? What's it called? No, I haven't. I, I did see that. Uh, also, Borderlands Three came out. I haven't played any of the other ones, but for people that are interested, if you know, if you're a fan of that game, you probably already know it's out. But, um, uh, but no, I did see that they did some. I guess media previews. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it got ripped. I mean, it's trending on really? Twitter right now. Yeah, it's I got, think it's the like, combat specifically that might be getting ripped. Um, yeah, it's that, and people don't understand since the trailers have all started. They don't. They don't. They know there's like not really a storyline that it looks like it follows as closely, and people are like, it better follow a storyline. That's the only reason why I buy it. Um, they were ripping it. I mean, it's trending on Twitter right now. It's like number one on t- on on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is why I, I I just don't pre-order games. Yeah. Unless if it's a game that I, you know. It, it, almost like a franchise. I pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. I've in the past. I've pre-ordered FIFA. I've pre-ordered uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I've talked about. Mm-hmm. And I've pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts three. Other times, I don't really pre-order anything. I just, I usually like going on release day and picking it up mm-hmm. after I know I, I. We've talked about this in the past that I, I'm a I'm a very physical. You know, I, I want to touch the disc. I want to touch the case and everything. Um, so I usually go in the store the day of, um, which is, you know, a lot of people, when I read online, a lot of people just pre-order a whole bunch of stuff, like, mm-hmm. and then, like, they have to either go cancel their pre-order when it doesn't turn out to be the way they like it. Just wait until you have all the information to pre-order, I would think. I mean, um, I pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts 3, like, I think, three weeks before it came out. It wasn't yeah. long. My longest pre-order is right now Sword and Shield, but I, mm-hmm. I know I was going to get the game anyway, so I'd rather just know that... And here's my experience with it last year. So last year I pre-ordered Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, and I pre-ordered it from Walmart to do an in-store pickup hmm. on uh, at the one near my work. Mm-hmm. So that day it came out, I had a rough day at work. I'll tell you, it was a really bad day. It was in our peak uh, busyness seasons uh, in the October and November Mm. time frame for open enrollment. So I was stressed out, went home. We stopped at, you know, Walmart. It still said it wasn't in the store yet. The whole week, I was kind of getting nervous because it, it, it didn't seem to be going on time, but it kept saying it would be there on time and even the day of it said it would be there right to pick up you know and then it wasn't um so i was upset about that and i mean at that point i'd already been charged and everything i didn't know what else to do so i wanted to play it on release day and i had this awful day at work i wanted to play uh this is another reason why i usually don't pre-order like from amazon and stuff if, if it doesn't get there on time i'm you know upset yeah, but I need it. I already already decided I was getting my nephew the same game for mm. Christmas. Um, 
So I figured, me and my wife, you know, graciously allowed me to do this because she knew how bad of a day I had. Uh, we went to Target and got the the plain version of the game because what I had pre-ordered was the one that came with the Pokeball Plus. Yeah. Which is a, a controller that you can that's shaped as a Pokeball. Hmm. So, uh, so I just went and bought the base game because that's what I was going to get my nephew, and then. It took still another, like, four days, I think, for us to get the actual copy at Walmart. Um, Weird. So I would, I would have been pissed, to be yeah. honest. So, um, so she let me buy my nephew's present then. And then what I did was I was able to play Let's Go Pikachu that day. And when we got the new one in, I just took out the case and the disc. Well, it's not really a disc on a Switch. But, you know, the cartridge and the the whole, it was still shrink wrapped in there, you know. You, it came in a box, and you open up the box, and there's the Pokeball Plus in its own box, and then the game in its own shrink wrapped case. Mm-hmm. So I just switched the shrinked out, you know, the one that wasn't opened, and I said, "That's my nephew's now," and the one I bought is now mine, you know, for him. Right. So thankfully, it worked out, but that's not always going to be the way it works out when I have an issue like that, because I'm not always, my nephew's not always going to want the same game I, I got, and that's not how it's going to be this year, I'm not getting him Sword and Shield, Yeah. Uh, I usually give him Pokemon every year for Christmas, because he likes it as well, and it's just an easy, you know, it's a yearly thing now, but right. I'm getting him The Sims 4 with a, um, with the cats and dogs, pets, um, mm-hmm. expansion for like 50 bucks and um that is yeah that's the way i'm going with it because uh and now i wanted to be able to pre-order from gamestop because i did that for kingdom hearts and it worked out no hitches at all um because yeah. i was very weary about that after the whole let's go thing i was like, i'm never pre-ordering through walmart again yeah i'm and only sketched I, out by that and amazon yeah yeah and then i so i went to the GameStop across the street and pre-ordered it and it's I, I pre-ordered the double pack so I will mm-hmm. have both Sword and Shield because I was going to buy both eventually anyway so I was like why not just get them all at once you know and um, yeah so so I'm feeling a lot better about the decision now so don't pre-order from Walmart <laughs> it was not good uh, speaking of GameStop they announced that they're closing yeah, I saw that. Fifty to two hundred stores by the end of the fiscal year. Uh, so hopefully it's not the one across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to have to go to another one when I have that one right there. It's just so convenient. Especially if it's ones in like the mall. It seems like those do well compared to whenever I go into GameStop over here by us. It's never crowded. And there's never anybody in it anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah, mine's in a shopping center. Yeah. There's another one in the mall that's farther away, but they both get pretty busy. So yeah. I'm hoping that that's not on the t- you know the low end of the sales then. Right. But no, I think like, the biggest thing is they're like seven minutes to... away though. That's the yeah. that's the issue. They're right. they're right down the street. Right. Yeah, no, no, I just feel like their biggest issue is I mean people have had a hard time now because the value that they give you back for games you've bought has gotten worse. And I think the fact that everything streams now, I mean, it just kills them because it, it just lets you, I mean, and the next thing, if PlayStation really wanted to put them out or anybody wanted to put them out, the next thing that you could do is trade in you know, your digital copies. Then you really hurt them. And if they went yeah. away from like collector items, because that's what you go for too, is you go for your collector yeah. items like Funko. My Funkos. Yeah. T-shirts. I've gotten a Kingdom Hearts t-shirt there. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. But they got cool stuff in there. They, I mean, they've got they got the old games that you don't see anymore, like the Game Boy Advance games and stuff, which is always mm-hmm. fun to go look through because it's you know it's reminiscent. And plus, it's just I don't know if you really want just the immediate. Like I, I know you're much more like that than I am, where you go in, in the physical store and buy stuff because you you want it that day, um, which is always the drawback of waiting. And then downloading the games takes forever now. So um, yeah. No, well, I let me tell you, this uh, Battlefront game was seventy gigs, and it downloaded in less than a, less than two hours. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, well, part of it is because I don't have Wi-Fi on my computer. I built. I just hooked it up right to the Ethernet, so it oh, yeah. so much faster. Yeah, 
That's really what they said. They're like, they're like, if you if you have the opportunity to plug your PlayStation into the Ethernet, and I've never tried this because our Ethernet's in the other room, like in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said if you plug it up to the Ethernet, it goes so fast. Like it downloads the game so fast. Um, oh yeah, it does. I'll send you a yeah. picture of my setup here for the computer because my router is on the other side of the door, so I actually mm-hmm. have to move. I have to actually put this wire over top of my door and then back down so it's pretty cool. okay yeah um so it doesn't look great but it is out of the way at least it's not like you have to trip on the wire right to go to the bathroom or something yeah because i know oh, in, in like which, town go ahead oh, i'm sorry i know in like townhouses and apartments the reason they do the bedrooms is because it's connected to the person's next door so it's uh, that's what like when we had our that lightning hit oh. Um, they, they do it because they can run, they don't have to run as many cords and stuff and they can ground it in one apartment. So like they had to come in and reset our, like our neighbor's Wi-Fi and ours, but it's in our, the box is in our unit. So he came in and then there started working. So I think in a house, in a house, I definitely, I'd be like, I want, even if it wasn't there, I'd be like, how much would it cost me to put either like a, cause I don't use cable anymore. I'm like, so right. I, I would just be like, I need an ethernet wherever you know in an office or something where my games are so i think that'll be my next move when we move into a house eventually yeah yeah well i was just looking over at my router i have my little dundee next to it because i got fifth place in uh oh yeah office trivia yeah so not they need an office game game. but i am i am (laughs) literally they do have an office video game i have it on disc Uh, they do not what what is it it's a computer game Hold on, let me look it up. Uh, it, I did have it. I don't know where it is now. It's probably downstairs somewhere. Um, in my basement. Uh, it was a weird... It was like just a cheap knock. I mean, it was, it's a real game. It's mm-hmm. just... Uh, it came out in 2007. Uh, it has the disc cover of Season 3 as its um, cover. But uh, it is a... Uh, it, it features the characters as bobblehead dolls. Players are challenged to complete jobs and pull pranks around the office. Um, okay, was, I see. It was also in development for PS2, PSP, Wii, Xbox 360, and DS, but was develop, uh, but canceled. Probably because it was not a great game. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know that like... was at the peak. That was at peak office where I bought anything pretty much that was branded with the office. I pretty much still do it. <laughs> like I, I still like I just got Michael um, Funko Pop today. Oh, cool! Yeah, the one with the yeah. world's best boss. So yes, yes. You know what? I have that mug too. Uh, I used to have. I, I don't know. I have to find if I have the mug twice now because so the place that does this trivia it's called Greg's. Uh, I guess I can't say that word, uh, but it <laughs> starts with an S H. Ends in a T, uh, mm. and then a Y, right? Um, mm. Trivia night. So it's Greg's Bleep Trivia Night, and um, they gave every team a Dundee for competing. And, uh, uh, we had uh, two hundred people there in our county. Yeah. Competing for this thing. That's incredible, um, though. Yeah, gave everybody a Dundee. Uh, one per team, but they were also selling Dundies for $10. So I bought one. Okay. Uh, my friend bought one, and his friend bought one. And then we gave my parents the one that uh, was the free one. Uh, and they also had uh, World's Best Boss mugs. This is the prize we won for being fifth place. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the mug, it actually has the Greg's Trivia Night um, logo. Nice. And that was uh, you could also buy that for $10. They also had, uh, the other thing I bought was, you know Pam's uh, painting that she does yes. for the yep. office? Uh, they had yep. copies of that framed, so I bought that. I'm going to hang that up somewhere in here. I, I love that episode when Michael puts the painting on the wall. Yes, yep. And they also had uh, Serenity by Jan Candles, but I did not buy okay. one of those. <laughs> so they had lots of great stuff and really good quality stuff, too. Um, right. And there's another Office Trivia Night by a different company, the one that did the Marvel one, this mm-hmm. Friday. So I'm hoping maybe I'll go to that. Um, if we got third place in Marvel, I think I can get first place at the office. 
Because yeah. we got fifth place out of 20 or 30-some teams, okay? Mm-hmm. That's, hey, feel pretty good about that. But, I love that your parents went, too. That's so cool. Yeah, well, you know, like, they, well, yeah they love the office, but let me yeah. tell you, my mom got only one answer. I think my dad didn't really... The thing is, they give you 60 seconds mm-hmm. for an answer, and after like 30 seconds of thinking, they're telling you to bring up the answer already. So it, you, you have to like go with your gut, and you can't really debate a lot of it. Mm-hmm. While the other one, when we did the Marvel trivia, had very different structural rules with like... Um, like they give you tons of times between questions and and thinking of the answer so I will uh, we also had like two or some teams already disqualified in the first round because they were using their cell phones so they immediately like why would you even do trivia night if you're going (laughs) to do that like just guess have fun I know know. but yeah so that was these questions were really hard Mm mm-hmm Really Are they hard. like quotes? Were they like quotes, like fill in the quote? They, so they had different, they had different rounds. So they had uh, Office 101, which is easier questions, but even mm-hmm. then were pretty tough. And then you go into some other round, and then quotes was a round, but you had some... I, I've seen them do this before at a different place. Same Greg's Trivia Night, but mm-hmm. they did... Um, uh, you had to guess who said the quote. This time, you had to complete the quote. Yeah. Which was harder because they were yeah. very obscure quotes. Um, and it did they do like video or quotes, was it? No, it was just the quote up there. Just itself. reading it off. Yeah. But some of the questions obviously were past uh, some episodes that I've seen a lot of times. I've seen seasons one through four a million times. Right. Uh, some of these were from like six, seven, eight, and nine. And I'm like, oh, I don't really remember the, that one that mm. well, you know? That was tough. But my friend, who's seeing those a lot, too, you know, he was able to pull some out of his, you know, rear end, I guess. But yeah, it was just a great time. And I'm thinking with easier... The other one had easier questions. The Marvel one was easier. So I'm thinking I might be able to maybe get first place. That'd be mm. cool. I might try to go. But they won't have as many good prizes like this one did, where they had, like, the Dundee and the mug. And, and they have a... Greg's Trivia Night also does Friends Trivia as well yeah because um, i know so matt and i've talked that. about yeah matt and i've talked about going down here i was like i'd love like if you were around because i was like i would go to those with you um oh yeah because i know you and i like a lot of the same stuff so i was like i'd definitely go but like with matt like his his schedule he works till like five on the weekday so it's it's a little tougher it's easy for me because it's just i can you know pop in but Matt and I, I know Matt really wants to go. So I think we're going to find a time to go to friends. I'm just, I always like, I'm always scared because I'm going, I don't know as much as most people do. Because you think you do until you show up and you're like, geez, what do yeah, these people there's do? There's always somebody that knows it better than you, is yeah. my saying. Yeah. Because I've had people do that to me. You know, where like my, my parents and stuff would be like, somebody would be like, oh, you got an office question? Ask Jordan. He knows like everything. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm sure. At this trivia night we're going yeah. to with all these hardcore fans, there are probably people, they may not love it as much as I do. That's a very mm-hmm. different, you don't know how much somebody loves something, uh, but they might know it better than me. I, you know, because I've watched so many shows that I try to fit in so many more rewatches. For some people, it's just, that's their show, they rewatch that show all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's very... Very different. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping that there's... I think I'm going to try to go to more of these specialized trivia nights as we right. Um I, I used to go to trivia night with my mother-in-law and one of her friends and my wife as we went. Um, and it, they were just normal trivia nights, not like themed. You know, mm. just general pop culture trivia. And uh, we got second place in one of those, which which felt pretty good. And I was able to pull out some answers that I had no that I thought. I mean, I was pretty confident in the answers. Like right. one of them was a Disney question that I was able to just knock out the park. Um, it was something about the year two thousand six or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's Pirates Dead Man's Chest." Like, no, mm. no problem. <laughs> You know, and they were like, how do you remember that? And I'm like, well, I remember 2007 was my the year my sister got married, and we saw At World's End uh, the night before we, her marriage. And then right. 
uh, they released both of those movies back to back. So Dead Man's Chest was obviously 2006. Yeah. You know, so it's just that kind of stuff that really pays off at trivia. <laughs> Knowing useless things. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we should actually get to the the heart of the topic, which is our that works. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Um, the epilogue. Uh, I don't think we'll spend too much time on it. It's, it is a long epilogue, but it's not too much in a broad, like, it's not a big story piece, you know? No. There's a lot of just, this is, I guess we can just get into it. Um, we'll take a quick break and then we'll go right into it. So we'll be right back after this break. So we're back from our break, and uh, we're going to start with Red Dead Redemption to Epilogue 1, which continues the story with John Marston after Arthur has passed away. And can you refresh my memory? What is the first part of that? Is that where they're going into town? Yeah, you're going to Strawberry. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's yeah, looking so for a job. Strawberry, looking for job, looking for work. And uh, this is where it told me that the shop owner in Strawberry has some sort of weird side business. Remember how I mentioned that in like the first episode of this mm-hmm. that we've done? Yeah. yeah. This is where it just showed up on my screen like this or something. And I was like, I need to figure this out. <laughs> I mm-hmm. need to know what I'm doing. But I couldn't figure it out. So I just kept doing that blog at that point. <laughs> So I just teased everybody there. Figure it out yourself. I don't know. Yeah. You need to go figure it out yourself. Google it. Yeah. Google is your friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we, we kind of come up with, um, you know, Jack is reading a lot of books, right? And um, Abigail is, going. I guess, going into town to look for work as well. Yeah. Yeah. But you get kind of roped into sending these, uh, sending this order from the Strawberry General Store over to um, this farm. Yeah. And uh, when you get to the farm, a neighboring farm or some sort of rival family kind of kicks off some sort of confrontation, and John kind of gets right back into his old ways that we thought were over, and. Uh, now I I, get, I think Abigail gives him a little bit too rough of a time here because I think he's at that point that's his job right he was mm-hmm. supposed to deliver this stuff you can't just sit back and watch these people get taken advantage of like that right I don't think it's not like he's fight he wants to be violent it's just that these people instigated it so yeah. And that's most yeah, of that epilogue it. is that everything he gets into as you start to go through the epilogue, it's not John. It's, I mean, it's just that life, that lifestyle follows him. And he's got, I yeah. know. And John's always been more of like a, like I get it, John's been kind of a rebel sometimes. But it seems like John is more of a reactionary where he just reacts to everything. Um, and he kind of makes choices based on what has happened. Whereas Arthur would seek it out to help. And John was more of like, oh, this happened, so now I'm going to take revenge on whatever it is that's, that's causing the problem. Plus, I don't know. I just feel like Abigail, the whole story anyway, just doesn't – she doesn't trust John. Like, she thinks John's – I don't know. They've got a weird yeah, relationship. No, I, yeah, she yeah she thinks John is, like, aching to be like that. But I don't think yeah. he is. I, I just no. don't think – I never really got that from him. It's um, – I mean, if that's the way it's supposed to be in the story, I don't think it's presented well because I empathize with John in this instance where, mm-hmm. like, Abigail, I can't just let, especially, like, when he is a ranch hand there yeah, and they keep instigating mm-hmm. and it's like, what, do you just want him to let them, like, burn down the barn? or Like, this is his job. Like, his job is to work here, so he's got to be able to protect here as well, you know? Yeah, and that was such a staple of that time period was that people, like, they were t- you were taking over people's land. Like, it was a fight for land. It was a landlock that people, well, I want this land or I want this. And, and there was disputes over land and labor and stuff like that. So I think that's what he does. And John's right. Like, it's just his job. He's hired to protect or do whatever he needs to keep that ranch um, from burning to the ground. So, it, I don't know. Whenever they start to pick on John, I'm, I'm like, it's not... It's not fair to him. 
And I get it. Right. He's got a kid and everything. He's, but he's trying his best to make a life for him. That's why he sought out, you know, the help, the job. So, yeah, I we're know. at a few years after Red Dead Redemption Two at this point too. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's apparently went through pretty cleanly up until this moment. Um, yeah. Now she does mention that they have to keep moving because of instances, I guess, but right. of the life catching up to them, but. I mean, he was an outlaw for like 30 of his years, so it's going to happen. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, Yeah, so then we're not going to go into depth with each one of these things, I don't think. It's just most of this part of part one is helping out on this ranch. Yep. uh, Getting offers from the rancher's wife to have sex with her. That was awesome. Yeah, that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like i'm a married hand and they're like oh we don't usually hire married hands yeah well you know what they kept saying that and now i know you now you know why once it gets to it is because yeah. i guess of that whole exchange right but um uh so then you know she pretty much abigail leaves at one point because this they pretty much go and wipe out that whole other rival family. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just to go down John and, like, take down the whole place. It's done. I was gonna say John takes everyone out. <laughs> it's right. like oh man, which was good because I mean at, at some points I got tired of picking up crap, you know. Yeah. Um, like that one part where you have to pick it up and just put it in Jack's thing there. Oh yeah, there's certain things I was just like, all right, well this is kind of boring, but had to do it. Your range right. Hand. I was like, yeah, and then it kind of kicks in, and then the second part is a lot more near Blackwater. With he he convinces this guy who he's helped um, with the farm mm-hmm. to kind of put in a good word to give him a loan so he can finally start building that area that Abigail wants. This house yeah. that we saw in this book, and. Um, the house looks like crap, so he just they knock it down, mm-hmm. and he actually runs into Uncle, who is part of the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, back in uh, where does he run into him at? Is it in Blackwater or is that? In yeah, Blackwater? he's gonna he when he's at the bank getting alone when he walks out, yeah. he runs into yeah. Uncle. Yep, yeah. and then at one point they have to go over to Saint Denis, and that's when they run into Charles again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then it's kind of like uh, those three building this house with Uncle yeah. not really doing anything. Uh, yeah, no, besides sitting around and sleeping. Yeah, and complaining. Yeah. And then you get the kind of the resolution of Charles's story and Uncle's yeah. story with, you know, Uncle gets taken by some scalpers or some sort of. I, I guess that's what they were going to do to him. But they had him all right. tied up over fire. Like, it's awful. Uh, all the burns yeah. on his back. After they do a really good partying scene. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you have to pretty much fight your way out of that. And then you finish the house. And, you know, you call Abigail over. She comes over to, you know. But it doesn't end there. That's where I thought it was going to end. Yeah. Then you kind of get roped into one more thing with uh, you help Sadie a few times during this yeah. time as well. Oh, so I want to know what you did here. At one point in Strawberry, you're with Sadie, and you get one of uh, Micah's men. Oh yeah. And she's gonna put him in the gallows or whatever. Yeah. Did you let her hang him or what did you do? We hang him. <laughs> I I did because like. I figured he was going to go tell Micah. And, but, I, I mean, I didn't know how it was going to play out. But I figured if we let him opposite. loose. You did? You let him go? Yeah, I, let, I let him loose and she shot him. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hanged him. <laughs> Oops. So it didn't really do... Because it's the whole thing. Like, Sadie's like, there's word. It's always word because back then, mm-hmm. you know, they traveled. And they're like, for the last year that there's a person that's just been terrorizing these different places. And, it, and she goes, it sounds a lot like it's Micah. Right, and I was hoping this is where it would lead to. I was hoping that the epilogue would lead to something, and it did. Yeah. Um, it leads into finishing the story with Micah and Dutch. Mm-hmm. So you do track down Micah, and you get to a part where I died constantly. Over Always. Over again. Yes, the mountain. Because <laughs> it starts you over right back at the very beginning of the mountain. Yeah. It's annoying. 
Yeah. I would get all the way to the top. Millions of times. Yeah. I'd like get all the way to the top or like right there when they're standing behind you and shooting at you. Mm-hmm. It was annoying. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, so I, uh, finally, that was frustrating, but I finally got done that part. And then you get down to where Micah is. You have a confrontation with Micah and, uh, you know, you're trying to shoot at him and then Dutch comes out aiming at both of you. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is kind of where it gets to the end here, but, you know, John does some talking, Micah does some talking, and Dutch actually shoots Micah and pretty much walks away. Yeah, they just kind of let him go. He doesn't say um, anything either, he just shoots him, and then he kind of looks at Arthur, or, uh, sorry, John, John and he's and John and Sadie, and he's like, and then he just walks off. Yeah, and then, you know, Sadie's hurt at this point as well. Charles is with you as well. But I think yeah. he leaves right after this as well. Um, but, you know, Abigail the whole time is telling you not to... This is the only time I think I can see her point. But at, at this point, too, uh, if I'm John, I'm like, look, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Arthur. Micah ruined all of that with Arthur. Pretty mm-hmm. much got him killed. So I want to avenge Arthur, you know, right? at that point. Yeah, and and that's pretty much the base of the epilogue because I know some people will be like, well, what about Dutch? Where's his comeuppance and all this? Well, if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption 1, he's in Red Dead Redemption 1. So right. that story will continue if you continue to play Red Dead Redemption. So mm-hmm. um, if you go back now and play Red Dead Redemption 1, you will have a full story of um, John. And actually, some cool things that they do in this is when the credits are going and stuff, and they're showing you little snippets and vignettes and everything, they show you two Pinkertons or Lawmen, you know, um, that are going place to place, almost catching up to John. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are the people that eventually get John to, they approach John and get him to... um, bring in all of Dutch's old gang, which kicks off Red Dead Redemption 1. Yeah. So it kind of kind of builds up to that, which is which is great. So Yeah, like the Marvel end credits. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm kind of hoping I can play some Red Dead Redemption 1 sometime soon. You know what? I just thought of this. I might be able to get it on my PC instead of trying to bring my Xbox 360 back to life or playing Yeah, I was going to say, probably... I know they did Grand Theft Auto on computer, so I don't know if they have Red Dead Redemption. Because they didn't remaster it yet, did they? No, but you would think that it would have came out originally on it, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to search. Yeah, I don't think it is, actually. I think it's only on PS3 and Xbox 360. Wow. I wonder yeah, why. you'd think that they'd have it. Yeah, if, if they had done Grand Theft Auto V, mm-hmm. you'd think they would put some of these on it. Because a lot of people would want to go back and play it after they played 2. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh... All in all, uh, I guess final thoughts on Red Dead Redemption before we move on to another game or whatever we do next. But um, as somebody that didn't, you never played the first one, right? You did watch. Some no, of it, though? I watched the whole like I watched the whole game like on okay. YouTube. Like somebody played through it, and I don't know. It's it's my favorite game so far that I've really gotten into as far as story. Like you right. know, sports games are totally different. But yeah, um, but the story mode—it's my favorite so far. It's way better than I, I did. GTA was good, but it was nowhere close to Red Dead. Mm-hmm. And Witcher right. isn't—I don't think—is as good as um, Red Dead. So yeah, I really like it. Uh, it's fun. It's a lot of yeah, fun. And, I don't know. 
It's a cool game, and the their the voice actors are so good. It feels like a movie. They are. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and uh, I'm always impressed by the guy who did Dutch's voice. I just think yeah. he has some sort of powerful, commanding voice, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, at sometimes he can be very nice, you know. Like he he p- portrays that very well of the the intricacies of Dutch's personality, right? Um. You really get it, you know. It does feel like, like you said, a movie, or, um, and that's the thing too. They're getting, you know, nowadays people can get these voice actors. You know, voice actors are, is a is a whole different thing. You know, it's a whole different performance. You mm-hmm. know, um, and I think sometimes games and other places just try to get big names, but I mean, some of these people are just tremendous at, at voice work um yeah. some people have both you know like mark hamill can do voice work he can do um regular acting did you see he's uh, in final fantasy can... yeah yeah he's in there he also mm-hmm. voiced uh some characters in uh kingdom hearts he voiced a character yeah. in kingdom hearts as well um yeah so i mean but some people can just do voice work and some people that are big actors can't even do voice work it's a very different you know very different profession but yeah um, yeah they got a great cast of people in this game i was gonna say because you do it like it's so much different because in acting like you know not voices you you see how the other actors are reacting and what's actually going on in the scene but these guys are going in and i'm sure they're shown at least a a mock-up of of at least the storyboard and everything like that yeah the the artwork that the what it's supposed to portray, but to, to be able to put like the the right emotion. emphasis on words and emotion through your words, it's I think it's it's amazing. Like narration too. So. Yeah, I mean, Mark Hamill's done some uh, voice work in video games as well. With like I said, Kingdom Hearts, you said Final Fantasy. Uh, he did Joker in the Batman games. Mm-hmm. Um, because he did Joker in the cartoon Batman in the '90s and. It's just, you can't even, when you hear that, you don't hear him, you know? You don't yeah, even no. hear his voice. It's just, it's totally different. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, voice work is just, it, it, it really melts my mind. There's sometimes where I go on YouTube and I just look up, like, Bill Farmer, who plays Goofy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to hear Goofy's voice coming out of his face, you know, it's just like, what is going on? It, it really just messes with you i think yeah yeah and even like tim allen when he does buzz like his it's 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 more of like a he he really kind of just i don't know how it's very formal like the way he does buzz lightyear but it's so weird like it's like that's i mean it's buzz lightyear and even when you hear him talk like and when they're getting interviewed like red carpet stuff and you're like that's so crazy like how how and forky was the one that like shocked me with toy story because like keanu reed that was like i don't know it, it just they're not counter. It was, um, what's his name? Tony Hale. Yeah, there we go. Forky. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't even sound like him. I mean, because, I mean, Forky's just so unique. But, um, I don't know. Like, the, the voice actors are really good. And I, I know Detroit, uh, Become Human, like, we watch Grey's Anatomy. And, um, the, the black guy, I forget his actual name, the actor. Um, but, the the way that he's able to do things and it, it looks just like him so like they took his actual face and used it in yeah, the game yeah they do the motion capture now too so you, yeah it's, it's crazy whole, it's like a full performance mm-hmm. on, on some video games you know like I think Until Dawn did a lot of that because that has that has Hayden Panettiere in it oh does um, it really yeah yeah like so it just takes like the full capture of the face and the um, uh, everything so yeah. it's crazy how much it has evolved from like when I used to play like a little uh, like Pong or something, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I used to yeah. play some of my dad's old in television games that he had like Burger Time. And and uh, if you look at like old school Mario and stuff like just how much it has evolved since then with you're getting like almost movie level performances mm-hmm. and some of the stuff like in Red Dead Redemption 2 and, you know, the guy who played Arthur was just fantastic as well yeah i mean you're getting like um, an oscar like perform i mean you're getting like yeah great yeah. performances 
that's amazing as well is that the game can hinge on who you cast. Yes. You know, some games it doesn't matter. Some games, like, if you're playing, like, Sims, it doesn't matter about casting, right? But no. this game, if you missed on Arthur, the whole story falls apart. Yeah. Because you're not feeling the emotion then, you know? So yeah. it, it's it, it's amazing. And uh, I know, like, the guy who plays John, this is really, like, his only acting credits or, or, or from here because, like, he was trying to become an actor. He got this voice work for Red Dead Redemption 1. And then he kind of left the business, mm-hmm. and they—I guess—they called him back up, saying, "Hey, we're making a sequel. Can you do it?" You know. Yeah. Just, just imagine that. And John's a great actor too. I mean, like that—you get so much in John's performance. You know? Oh yeah. Um. I, 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 kids these days take it for granted. I'm gonna sound like an old person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure my nephews take it for granted with some of these graphics and. Um, and stuff like that. But I've seen the old school games. We've all played yeah. old Pac-Man, I'm sure. Like, just, it, it's changed in a short amount of time, even. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look back at PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 4, that's about 20 years, maybe. But right. it, it has come a huge amount. Uh, just look at an old FIFA game on, like, Sega, or an old soccer game or basketball game on Sega um, from, like, 30 years ago or 25 years ago now. Mm -hmm. And now you're playing NBA 2K, and people are making fun of some of the glitches, but the graphics still look probably much more stunning than they did back then, you know? Uh, Nobody seemed to care back then because that's all they knew. Right. It ama- that's why I love video games too. It's just that there's so many different, uh, you know, types. Um, just like movies and TV shows, where sometimes you're like, I'm in the mood for a drama or I'm in the mood for a comedy. When I had a stressful day at work this week, I was able to come home and just play Park Attack and just unwind with building a theme park. You know, which had right. I didn't have to worry about shooting anybody. I didn't get stressed out about losing in FIFA due to some computer bullcrap. I just built the theme park and it was nice and calming, you know, and um, then sometimes when you're in the competitive nature, you want to play, you know, the sports games or you want to play online against some people in Battlefront or Battlefield and Mm -hmm. it's just amazing how many different genres there are and even stuff like video games now. Um, Yeah. And how much the technology has evolved. Like We're getting close to probably an unveiling of PS five and whatever xbox comes up with next which they're dubbing project scarlet uh they're thinking those are going to launch next year so i'm assuming we're going to see some of that stuff shortly here because we're at the end of middle of september right now right yeah i was guessing like around christmas this year like the announcement of like hey it's coming good they could i mean i I think I'm not going to probably rush out and buy it day one or anything. No, I have to no. Save up money. Probably wait for Black Friday the year after it comes out, like mm-hmm. I did for my PS4. Yeah. But hopefully, what they're saying is true, and we get some backwards compatibility, so I don't have to worry about getting remasters or anything like that. I just yeah. want to be able to play some of these games I own now later. Yeah. You know? Because I do want to revisit like Red Dead at some point, you know. I want to mm. revisit Red Dead Two. I want to revisit some of these games that we've are going to be covering or that we're playing now, and right. not have to rebuy it again, <laughs> remaster. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So hopefully PlayStation fixes that this time, uh, you know, because <laughs> Xbox does have the backwards compatibility, and everybody seems to love playing those old, you know, old games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can even... They're coming out with the Halo collection on PC, so I can actually play some of the Halo games on here soon. No, oh, that's such nostalgia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I'm actually excited for that at some point. It's like Halo 1 through 4, and then yeah. some of the spinoffs that they had there. I loved um, Halo. So, yeah, I'm hoping I can do that. I'm not, I, I haven't played Halo 4. I ended it with 3. I kind of yeah. stopped at 3, because that was kind of billed as the ending. And then right. I didn't have a Xbox when they came out with four. I think that was on the uh, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, and Halo Five came out already. Like it's just crazy. Um, 
but yeah, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good of the future of of gaming, and hopefully we continue on this trajectory that we're on, and hopefully successes like Red Dead can show that you don't need a game full of microtransactions, and you know, uh, like I was talking about Battlefront earlier, that was a game that got slammed when it first came out because of that stuff, and they've really changed the way that that has been handled because of feedback from fans. So hopefully. Just going forward, gaming can just know that what this is what people want, you know. Yes, we don't want to buy sixty dollars. We yeah. don't want to. We don't want to pay sixty bucks for a game, sixty bucks for a yearly subscription, and then pay an additional sixty bucks to help get our uh, soldier up to level ten or whatever. You know, like, yes. we, it's not what we're looking for. It's the same thing with FIFA and NBA. It, FIFA and NBA, like uh, FIFA's got the future team or whatever that is. The the, ultimate team yeah the ultimate team and i don't know if you play it but no um, I don't. like i don't i don't have interest in buying a 90 dollar mm-hmm. game for stupid stuff and then you expect me to keep on buying things and i'm glad they haven't touched like franchise mode and nba actually yeah. added which i love nba added a new feature that's um that they, they've you know kind of increased like they they spun off and done like a, it's a, it's called my GM and you're actually, you don't actually ever play like games. So there's that option of, you know, you get to build a brand and you get to build sponsorships and crowd control oh, okay. and you get to see like, you know, you get to schedule games sometimes. It's, I, I, I was like, man, that's what, you know what I think's missing that. And people always complain about it. They, they said that FIFA, because they put so much uh, value into that, you know, those, micro transact like the transactions you have to make makes them all this money yeah yeah that they're not interested in in improving like some of the other stuff because like i don't play that stuff and i don't play Mm. online i play you know i love story mode and i love franchise mode and i love to build teams and stuff like that and they just they just don't do it and i wish they would because i was like they they have so much room because madden's done a great job with it from what i've seen i used to play the madden mode with like GM, you know, where yeah. you're like the GM or yep. whatever, and you can um, make deals for stadium rights and, yes. and uh, you know, sponsorships. And yeah, you could relocate, relocate your yeah. team yep. <laughs> and yep. stuff just, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So much depth there. Um, FIFA will never have like relocation because it's not really no, a thing in yeah, soccer. No. But no. you will have, I mean, they, they have made improvements in the sense of I do see with like. You know, where your board gives you objectives of, like, yes. we want to reach this financial thing or mm. this thing competitively. We're looking for this goal financially and this goal, whatever. Um, so they do have that. But uh, a lot of times for me, I'm not super interested in some of that stuff in FIFA, I guess. Because, like, you can't really deal with the sponsorship issue because... The, the sponsorships are already on their shirts all the time. Yeah. You can't really get away with like changing the shirt because that has to do with licensing issues. Yeah. And blah, but blah, I think blah. FIFA's was more like how, you know, how they interact with. I mean, I, I do think they've done a really nice job with when you approach to buy and stuff. But like just yes, that kind can, of stuff. Like, like where you can. And yeah, and you can actually get into like contract specific stuff. Uh, they, they said that like, there's a better thing. Like, you know, they want to add. Like how you how you deal about loaning out people and you have more control on yeah. like being able to do that. So like they've always talked about like maybe enhancing that. And I'm glad FIFA's you know enhanced the gameplay and stuff, and that they've got Champions League to sign on to actually put that in the game. Uh, I like that they're trying to add women's into it more, and that's what NBA did. NBA added the WNBA this year. Did they really? Yeah, so you can play as WNBA and you can go through their season as well. So, cool. I mean, I really like that because I was like, that gives everybody the chance to play with that stuff. Like, Well, yeah, and the reason why that's good is because those games by themselves, if you did a WNBA game or a women's FIFA game, are not going to sell as much no. as the men. So you're going to lose money. So just put it in to the game that sells already, and now not only are you selling, you're going to make more money because the mm. people that would have bought the female version of the game the WNBA or the women's fifa will now buy the men's fifa if they hadn't before mm-hmm. and they have a chance to play with the women and then they might also play with the men and then you have and the same thing the people that play with the men now say because there's times where i play as the women's u.s team because i yeah. just 
that's what I want to do. And seeing Alex Morgan and Carly Lloyd and all those. And, right. Um, you know, being able to play with them has been has been great. And so I'm hoping that, you know, and this year they're adding the street stuff. So you can now play with them in another mode. Right. Um, which is cool because it does look like it is in the street one on your demo. Have you played the street? I haven't. No, demo? not yet. No. I think one of your teammates is a woman. So mm-hmm. before they wouldn't let you play men versus women in the main game, but it does seem like now you can kind of intermix that, which is which is nice in the street in the street. Yeah, market. no, and it goes to a different market. I mean, there's a bunch. Not yeah. so much. I mean, not so girls. Not so much with basketball as, as like soccer's a was a world game. Like there's women's soccer everywhere, and it's big in places like women's basketball. It's not as big. Um, plus NBA and stuff, they're just now getting, I mean, I think over the last 10 years, it's become way more international than it has ever been. Uh, I mean, most right. of the NBA now, I mean, at least 50% of every roster is almost a foreign player. So it's like, it's, it's interesting. Cause it's like, it's finally going global and, but you're, you're, you're approaching a different market with girls that want to play games like that. And they don't feel like that they're represented with, you know, stuff like that. And right. it's cool because, like, the WNBA, they've got their courts, like, the actual courts on there Good. where they've, like, Good. you know, they're not just playing, like, like the Indiana team's not playing on the Pacers the court. So it's not like, oh, well, they're just, you know, they just put them in the game. And they, they, I mean, they literally change everything. Like, you can play through their schedule. You can see, like, the coaches. It's it's really cool. And, and I think that – That's what FIFA needs next, I think. They have the national women's team, but they got to get – the NWSL in there. Yes. Because, uh, like, Portland, uh, they play on the same field as Portland Timbers, but I don't mm-hmm. even think they have the Portland Timbers. They don't even have all the MLS stadiums in there, but if they can get, if they can start getting some of their stadiums in there, you know, you could save costs because, like, yes. some of them share stadiums. So that might, you know, that might yeah. help. And that's but, what um, FIFA's doing. They're adding those stadiums. I know they're adding quite yeah. a bit of FIFA stadiums, or uh, MLS stadiums this year, but... We'll see how well they actually do with it. Right. It needs some work. I think FIFA, FIFA of them all, like it's, it's almost the same game every year. And this year, finally, it's a little bit different. But I do feel like last year and the year before that, the rights to Juventus this year. So, like, what do they do with what is that like? They just call them something else, but it has all the same players. That's weird. Because Juventus signed a deal with PS Pro. Oh God, yeah. 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 I don't know why you would do that if you're Juventus. I know it it's not a money sense. thing, but yeah. FIFA's the biggest game of them all right now. Why would you do that? It's yeah. lame. That's dumb. Um, what I would try to do is not make it an exclusive. I would just try to make it where you sell the rights to to both or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's see. Yeah, I'm looking up some stadiums. Oh, yeah, so they do have Red Bull Arena. Um, I think they added two. Um, that's, I think that's the only one. Well, Was I'm it? just kind of looking at um, the confirmed ones. We have that one. They have some sort of... I mean, I don't know how old this list is. I'm just. We won't really know, I guess, until they... They release it. <laughs> Until they release it, unless they make it all these announcements, but most of these keep saying stadiums we want, stadiums we know are in, and stadiums that blah, 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 you know? Right. Um, But yeah, I think it goes live on Origins Access and EA Access in a few days here, so we'll probably know. We'll probably yeah. soon. I know that they get a early access. I know that EA access a people week get early. early. I think. Yeah, like the twenty fourth. So, uh, so it it comes out on the twenty seventh. So we'll probably know by the nineteenth or twentieth. Yeah. So that's exciting. It's only a few days away, and then we'll have a whole list of all the confirmed teams, leagues. And I can't wait to play FIFA. I'm so excited. I loved, I loved the demo. I like, I really love how they move. Like, they, it's so realistic as far as the actual gameplay and the way that they run around now. Yeah, you should try to play the um, the street. Play the the Volta one just to yeah. see what it's. Uh, um, 
It's fun. Uh, it, it's first to four, and I think it learns because I won the first like six or seven games, and then mm-hmm. then I couldn't win a game again. It was, I, I don't know if it got in my head or something, but like <laughs> I don't know if it learned from how I was playing or something. But yeah. Then I just had trouble, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this right now. Yeah. But I guess that about wraps this up. What I do want to say though is that uh, we have that giveaway that we're going to be doing with. Yokai Watch. I'm mm-hmm. going to be posting that uh, the day of this episode airing. So if you're listening to it right now, you can go ahead and check it out and see. You know, it's pr- going to be on Twitter. Retweet us, like us, um, and uh, tag a friend if you think they'd be interested in Yokai Watch on 3DS as well. So we'll be giving that away, and the winner will probably be announced next episode or the episode after that. But they will be notified privately as well. So. Yeah. Uh, well, that about wraps us up. So I did want to thank everybody for listening. I know that we kind of uh, only covered the epilogue for a short time period, but uh, I think we got a lot of other good stuff in there. Um, so if you want to tweet at us, it's at um, uh, Press Start VG Pod. Uh, Instagram's at the same thing. Facebook.com slash Press Start VG Pod. Once I figure out some of these frame rate issues with my streaming, I will be streaming on Twitch at PressStartVGPod. So uh, keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Bye.